0: If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing, you shall receive. Were you taught that healing passed away with the disciples, or healing would happen with a special prayer, or if it was God's will? Then stick around. Welcome to All Things A Possible podcast with your host, S.T. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised Word of God and bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, S.T. Smith. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, S.T. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord, your tongue will heal you or keep you sick, and it's your choice. You have the power of life and death. So with the Bible open on the screen in front of me, let's look at this week's nugget. You know, the subject of healing is probably one of the most controversial topics in Christianity today. There's different schools of thought about it. One group teaches that healing is not for us today. In fact, in my first two years of college, I went to a school that believed that healing passed away with the disciples, along with all miracles all right, and all gifts of the Spirit. Well, they were obviously not able to convince me since I experienced many miracles myself and have been able to pray for others and see miracles happen right before my eyes. Another group teaches that God heals today and answered a special prayer or a special act of faith and that according to his will in the matter. And the third group teaches that healing is for the body of Christ. It's a legal right of every child of God and that we receive healing for our physical bodies on the same grounds that we receive remission of sin for our spirit. So let's take a quick look at these three teachings, you know, obviously in light of the word of God. The first attitude can be shown as erroneous by definition of a miracle. A miracle, according to Webster, is an act of happening in the material or physical sphere that apparently departs from the laws of nature or goes beyond that which is known concerning these laws. It's really an intervention of God into the realm of natural laws or the realm of human activity. It's God Almighty coming upon the scene. I mean, if you think about it, every time God comes into contact with mankind is some kind of a miracle regardless of how small a person might think it is. Look, at being born again, the new birth, it's a miracle. An act of healing where God comes into immediate contact with mankind's physical body is no less a miracle than the new birth where God comes into immediate contact with the spirit of man, right? Imparting to it his own nature. Think about it. It's a greater miracle to ask God for salvation than it is for healing for our bodies. To say that miracles belong only to the apostolic age would be to say that God would only be a spectator in the world he created from that apostolic age until now. That's ridiculous. Okay, so if the second school of thought is correct, then the third is not. If God heals only in answer to a special act of faith, and that only when he wills to, then healing doesn't belong to us and was not included in redemption. If on the other hand, healing was a part of man's redemption in Christ, healing belongs to every child of God and no special act of faith is required to get it. We don't even have to ask whether it's God's will to heal. If it's in the redemption, it is his will. Okay, so what does God's word say about all this? Well, before we're able to understand healing, we have to understand the origin of sickness, disease, and death. We're only going to touch the very tip of this one. And we've seen in previous episodes that as a result of Adam's crime of high treason, spiritual death gained an entrance into the spirit of man. And this spiritual death, which has reigned in the human race, has been the soil out of which has grown the reign of sin, disease, and death over mankind. Sickness, disease, and death in man's physical body are the manifestation of spiritual death within the spirit. If man had never died spiritually, disease and death would never have had a part in man's physical body. Look, when Satan became the god of this world, one of the results of his reign was to fill the earth with sickness and disease. Well, we can look at God's attitude towards disease God looks at disease like he looks at sin, the work of Satan in the life of the believer. Look, Christ came to reveal the Father God to us and to make known his attitude toward man. By carefully following the life of Jesus, we can learn the attitude of God toward sickness. If you look at it, Christ's ministry from the beginning to the end was really twofold. It's a twofold ministry. He brought peace to the souls of men, and healing to their bodies. Healing had a major place in the ministry of Jesus. Throughout his ministry, he delivered all those who were oppressed of Satan. He never refused to heal anybody. This deliverance included healing for physical bodies. If disease didn't come from Satan, it must have had a place in God's original plan for man. But remember, John 10.10, the thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Acts 10.38 says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Oppressed by who? Oppressed by the devil. It's very clear where sickness and disease came from and comes from. Just look at Matthew 8, verses 16 and 17. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Matthew was quoting Isaiah 53, 4. We know Jesus's ministry was not contrary to God's will. He came to fulfill God's will. He was the Father's will revealed to man, and he revealed that it was the Father's will to break the power of disease over man's body and to set him free from pain and suffering. It's so very clear in the word. Christ's ministry proclaimed healing and blessing to the physical part of man's nature as well as to the spiritual side. There are many instances where the attitude of Jesus toward disease is clearly shown. One is in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17, after loosing a woman on the Sabbath from an infirmity which she had for 18 years. Jesus was criticized by the rulers, of course, the rulers of the synagogue. His answer was, ought not this woman whom Satan has bound low these 18 years be loosed from this bond on the day of the Sabbath? He clearly showed that Satan was the cause of the infirmity, which had bound her physical body for 18 years. Can you imagine that? Another incident is found in Mark 2, verses 1 through 21. A man with palsy is brought to Jesus, and and Jesus said, Son, thy sins are forgiven. Of course, when the scribes questioned that statement Jesus had made, he answered them with this, Which is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins are forgiven, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. So in reality, Jesus was saying this, hey man, which is easier and what's the difference? To forgive sins, which are the result of spiritual death in man's spirit, or to heal the disease of his physical body, which is also the result of the same spiritual death, which is easier, in either case, Jesus was dealing with the bondage of man to Satan. So don't let religious people tell you that God brings sickness to teach you something or to make you humble. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And I won't back down from that. If they really believe that, why do they go to the doctor? To get out of the will of God. They should praise God for the sickness since they are in the center of his will. Maybe pray for more sickness. You see how dumb that is? No, my friends, sickness and disease are clearly from the enemy, the devil. 1 John 3, 8 says, Christ was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy what Satan brought into this earth when he became the god of this earth as a result of Adam's high treason. If man's redemption from spiritual death is to be a complete redemption, it must be a redemption from disease as well as sin. We've only scratched the surface of this topic. For now, please study this in your own Bible and and, and see if what I'm saying is true. The true gospel should bring you peace and joy, not fear and sickness. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's Word.